OC Geekly Podcast. Good afternoon. This is one of your hosts, Brett. I'm Amy. I'm not Lolita. I'm no. I'm the producer Zen. I was going to say, Lolita, your voice has gotten much deeper so, so quickly. Cigarettes and uh, whiskey. <laughs> One uh, week. That, that will she, definitely do it. Unfortunately, we couldn't have her phone in from France, so I'm going to sit in for her. She'll have some good food stories when oh, she Well, I can't back, wait to though. hear those, yeah. yeah absolutely. And, and hopefully, uh, I mean, cigarettes, whiskey, and candy, do they usually go together? It just depends on the party. There you go. So <laughs> we'll find out if that's what Lolita's uh, bachelorette party entailed. But uh, until then, we're actually going to talk a little bit today about candy. Um, maybe a little uh, candy history, candy culture. It's Halloween week. Halloween has come and passed. So uh, be sure to tune in. Uh, we're coming to you from UC Irvine Continuing Education and uh, be with you in a second. Shameless plug. All right, so speaking of Halloween, uh, I'd like to congratulate my colleagues and I on winning the office <laughs> Halloween costume contest. Loot. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, Zen. It's been a long time. Zen was a conscientious objector this yes. year to yeah. the group costume. I just I couldn't do it. I was, couldn't do it. Really? It was an amazing costume, but I just couldn't do it That's this year. fine. All right. You um, mean like for dignity purposes? I don't know. I was just, I was in a, in a sour mood and, and I just, just didn't, I w- just wasn't feeling it. That's okay. You don't have to participate, but mm. for those that did, we mm. made a beautiful rendition of a Bob Ross, Bob Ross uh, <laughs> painting, uh, Bob right. Ross oil painting. Yes. And we had a group of happy clouds, happy trees. And Bob Ross lookalike. Bob Ross lookalike. Yes. Uh, Tim Keefe. Our esteemed director. Director of marketing. Who was uncanny it was in incredible. the role. It was, yeah. it was made for it. He really got into it. Same body, mm-hmm. same, <laughs> same clothes. Mm-hmm. I think he grew his beard and afro out. I think he went to the hairstylist, got a perm. I think he yeah. volunteered Slash. for the Marines as well. Yes. <laughs> Bob Ross being a Marine, ex-Marine, I believe. Ex-Marine or ex-Marine? I can't remember. Oh, wow. Either one. Yeah, he that. definitely yeah. had military service. Yeah, That's he did. Cool. Um, well, yeah, so it was another Halloween. It's coming past. And uh, Halloween is, I believe, the uh, time of the year where 10%, uh, I think days leading up to Halloween, like the three to four days leading up to Halloween, the United States does 10% of their entire candy sales for the entire year. Wow. So um, I think that that is pretty substantial. It is. Um, <laughs> I wonder how that compares to Easter. Easter was, uh, it's up there too. Yeah. Something I read was that, um, I don't know how scientific this could be, but this writer who posted it claimed that <laughs> a high percentage of people who eat an Easter bunny choose to eat the ears first. First thing you do is eat the ears. Probably I think it's the path of least resistance. Yeah, it's the easiest. I'm going to agree with that. Yeah. Snap it's kind off. of an appendage. Yeah, yeah. like it's you like you're trying to go for the butt. A savage would go yeah. for the stomach. Like <laughs> ah, I'm just going to go ah, big jump, big bite right into the stomach. Uh, but yeah, so I guess Halloween, Easter, other big candy holidays in the states are uh, Christmas, and I think my birthday. Oh. <laughs> No, I'm not a big candy, big candy guy, no. but maybe when I was younger. Um, so, yeah, w- what did you guys do? Anything fun for Halloween? What was Halloween like on your block? Uh, I live in a very suburban residential neighborhood, so we had a kind of a mix of kids and teenagers coming to our door, which was cool. Uh, we got shamed by one of our neighbors because we put the bowl out at around 8 o'clock and just left the rest of our candy that we had there in the bowl because we were ready to just watch TV and go to uh, bed. Yeah. So what's, what's wrong, wrong with that? With that? She goes, you're calling it already? Oh. Well, and like, a- people came up to the door for another hour, right? The older kids stay out until about 9, but it was time for us to call it a night. And so <laughs> We were tired of getting up and I don't blame you. Yeah, pausing the TV. I don't blame you. Thank you. You're so. welcome. Yeah. I uh, live in a master planned community wherein there are many, many children. Do you have to get a permit to hand out candy there? <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> so, that has to be approved by the board. Yeah. yeah I think it's Housing Association. And so I think our condo, like fourplex, is the only block in the entirety of Ladera that gets no trick or treaters. Mm. And I don't know if we're. A dark spot. We've been put on some sort of like Ladera Facebook page, don't go to this block yeah. because. They don't have candy because we always have candy. (laughs) Sure. But one blessing in that is that our condo is a tri-level. 
So it's a 16 stair situation if oh, you want to okay. answer the door. I was going to say, what kind of barriers are they? It's excellent the, for water balloons. Yeah. You could give out tricks instead. <laughs> right. What are so, the barriers to entry here? Right. So we got four total. Four. Yeah. Four okay. trick-or-treaters. Yeah. I had less. You had less wow. than four? You know, what? what ha- I, I live in, in the oldest part of Irvine. Right. I mean, literally, my house is over 50 years old. Yeah. And um, this year, there's... And because it's an older neighborhood that tends to have older people, and the older people, their children have gone off to college, so there's not a lot of kids. And so there's uh, a few young families that do have kids. Yeah. And what they decided to do, and they were like kind of like every 10th house, they, like it would give away candy. Jeez. And so it's just like, you know, these kids would tromp, 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 tromp candy. Yeah. Tromp, 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 tromp. And so the board um, wisely decides, like, let's, for the first year, let's have a Halloween party. So they had a Halloween party through it. All the kids got all their candy. We had it it was over from five to seven. It was all gone. And then in our neighborhood, lights out. No no kids. Because in in years past, it would be the same thing as like maybe four kids or something would come around. And then so I mean I think it was a it was a a kinder, gentler way for children to get lots and lots of candy. Yeah, you know it's. Instead of the um, Lord of the Rings walk to get the ring into the mount, <laughs> right? <laughs> to the fiery pit. Yeah, I did That's discover funny. one thing. What's that about Halloween mm-hmm. this year? Nobody's at Costco. So what for oh. all you Costco shoppers out yeah. there? Hit it after work uh, on Halloween Eve, because, or not Halloween idea. Eve, but Halloween night. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> nobody, nobody, and yeah. also my husband talked me into the. I've said it a million times. No, the Costco chicken pot pie. Uh huh. Which if you have never had it, it's an eighteen dollar pie tin full of the most delicious frozen pot pie. or is it prepared? It's in the fresh section. Okay. So, so eighteen hey, inches. Nobody at Costco. Plus, we finally got the pot pie. I let him have pie. it. I was going to say you're at the invite like a party of. Yeah. It was <laughs> like Wednesday a... night's dinner, Thursday night's dinner, and my husband's lunch today. Oh my god! And it's finally gone. Yeah. Good for you. It was good. That sounds like a bread thing. So we could be all chicken. But Costco yeah. on Halloween. Chicken all the time. Uh-huh. Okay. Costco right. on Halloween. Costco on Halloween. Mm-hmm. If you need a shop, if that's you need a weeknight that go. you can go. <laughs> yep. Um, speaking of Costco, I was there the other day, and they have this uh, box of frozen cheeseburgers that is so delicious. Yeah, the Angus. Did you get the kind with the bun? Yeah. The whole thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lonnie the turned me individually the wrapped Angus <laughs> cheeseburgers yep. at Costco? They're delicious. Oh, Oh my god! So it was good. like the best sample that I've ever had oh, at a yeah. Costco. I went there after surfing on a weekend morning, and I was like famished. I hadn't eaten since like five thirty or something, mm-hmm. and so it's like ten a.m. by now. And I'm going through doing some shopping for our house, and I walk by this lady. And most samples at Costco, even though it's Costco, they're kind of like chintzy, you know, like a, a couple bit. chips, you know, small thing of like Snapple or whatever. I walk by, and it's literally a quarter of a cheeseburger mm-hmm. right there, steaming hot for you. They're so good. Oh, my God. They were so good. I bought two boxes <laughs> yeah. of them, and there's eight in each box. I got home, and Natalie was like, what are we going to do with all these cheeseburgers? I don't know. Our friends are going to have them when they come mm-hmm. over. She's like, who's going to have these? We will so, eat them. Thankfully, they we, have a, uh, too. Re- we have a garage refrigerator with a freezer. So there you go. Straight to that section. but They have chicken sandwiches, too, that same brand. Oh, Signature. I forget what it's called. Yeah, but, yeah, the Angus is... Yeah, they just come individually wrapped. Ugh, they're so delicious. In the microwave, done. It's a great kind of like post-party or like mm-hmm. post-bar food that you could just have at home. Or I don't feel like cooking. Yeah. Make a salad, <laughs> put it in the microwave. You're good. Um, so yeah, we did Costco for purchasing our candy, and we're about to find out if you can return Halloween candy after Halloween at Costco. I think oh. that they're going to accept it. They're yeah, an unopened bag? Unopened oh, bag. they'll take it back. Yeah. 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 So I don't think like the, <laughs> very, the soldiers very are your source for policy. Costco information. Yeah. yeah, I don't think the <laughs> drug stores would do that because it's kind of like a little bit more of a just get it out the door type of thing. Yes. But um, yeah, did your uh, Zen? Did your daughter dress up? She did dress up. Okay. She dressed up as she wanted to go as Pusheen, which is a cat. Yes. Oh yes. But one of her friends was also wearing. Uh, she had a Japanese um, costume, which was called Chi the Cat. Okay. It's an mm. anime and a, a manga, and my daughter, um, and, and the costume was $20 cheaper. So I asked her, you know, this is $20 cheaper. Would you consider it? She goes, yes, I love Chi the Cat. And so she, she went for it. Mm, nice. So it's 20 bucks extra in her pocket. I'll buy something else for her. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Very cool. cool. business deal. Yeah, it was, like a big, it was like a big onesie. You know, it you know, had the hoodie, had the pretty cute eyes. You know, <laughs> and she had a good tail, had a great time. 
Actually, because our, actually she didn't go to her Halloween party in our neighborhood. She decided to go to her friend's house okay. for oh. another party. She's getting and, to be that age now. Yeah, well, she, she went with the mother. Isn't she like six? Um, she's she's eight. Okay, but she she uh, looks she, twelve. She, yeah, she's yeah, eight. She looks like she's ready to go to college. Um, she's she went to this party in a neighborhood which is um, adjacent to the university, University Hills. Okay, and that is the craziest place you've ever yeah, seen when it comes that. to like Halloween uh, trick or treaters. I okay. Mean, it, it's swarming. I've gone there quite a hand, good handful of times. Yeah, I wouldn't even want to drive through there. That's exactly oh what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's like literally. Knuckle. <laughs> I, I, child. That's the way I was. It's yeah. just like I literally crawl on the street. Yeah, at yeah. two miles per hour because I'm so concerned. Huh. Um, you know, kids jumping into the street Absolutely. and stuff like that. It's yeah. wonderful. It's just like leaving parties from that neighborhood or gang there is quite harrowing. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Well, I'll keep note of that, too. Our neighborhood was pretty dead, unfortunately, but there was, like, a haunted exterior of a house that we checked out and mm-hmm. we really loved. Um, they had a bunch of – it was almost like a Christmas house, but, like, Halloween-themed. So they had Halloween stuff all over the yard, you know, like legs and arms sticking out of the grass, a couple tombstones. And then there was an archway over the pathway going up to their front door that they had decorated. So you kind of have to, like, walk through it up to go get candy. And there was a witch sitting in a rocking chair, dark, dimly lit. I'm out. And um, <laughs> this person was just doing an awesome job. They were killing it. And so the witch, uh, of course, just stayed still. You couldn't even tell that this was a person until you were walking out of the yard. Mm. So you walk by it. She doesn't say anything. You go, you get your candy Trickery. at the front door. And then on your way out, as soon as you're about to hit the sidewalk, the witch was going like, yeah! <laughs> 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 and um, we, my wife and I watched like a group of teenage boys and girls just like go to tears afterwards, mm-hmm. which just totally got them. Uh, it was fun, especially to see kind of like older kids have a good time at Halloween still. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just scream and shriek in horror. <laughs> My sister's neighborhood in Irvine, there's an actual haunted house. Like, there are people that transform their whole house. Ugh, oh, crazy. wow. And they yeah. go, I guess, my sister said when you go up to the door or whatever, they say, okay, what? There's like a, a series of numbers that indicate how scary. Yes. So my oh nephew's my only six. So yeah. he could, so my it's sister said levels. one, level one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then they'll, so Aww. they'll least scary it or more scary it or whatever, most scary it, depending on. How old you are, how how afraid you get. Yeah, it's kind of cool that people do that. In high school and middle school, my Boy Scout troop used to host, like, one of the most famous, we thought, or I think uh, at the time it was, uh, haunted houses in Huntington Beach. They would actually rent out, like, an old retail property. So at one point, we rented out an old bank. And the dads all came together and would spend, like, a month ahead of time constructing this haunted house in an old, like, retail building. And it was called The Haunt. And, uh, yeah, we would get, like, hundreds of people to go through it each year. I think one year the troop raised, like, $20,000 just off of this haunted house. And, like, all the scouts. So it's like a liability issue now. Can't do that anymore. (laughs) Oh, my God. One year the dads actually built this uh, cylindrical hallway. So there was a bridge that walked (gasps) through the hallway. And there was a cylinder rotating around the bridge that spun, and it was painted like psychedelic colors, and Mm. they threw strobe lights in it. So you had to walk across the bridge as the room spun around you. Oh, it was gnarly. Fog machines, music. nauseous already. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, those are the memories of working at the haunt. But uh, no candy there. So as we got off topic a little bit, I'm going to bring it back and share some... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I like where we're going. I know. Halloween's just an exciting time. Time. Uh, we had a bunch of uh, international students in our courtyard here at DCE, and it's cool to see them get really into Halloween because, as I understand it, it's really like an American holiday. Yeah. There it's are no starting other... to spread a little bit. It the is. costume and the party yeah. aspect of it. But, like, the right. trick or treating, I think, is just very American. So, it's very interesting to see international students yeah. come to the United Carving States. Pumpkins. And, and, yeah, learn the, the, this mm-hmm. part of our American culture. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, so, that that's a special uh, thing to experience. Now, um, I found a really great uh, blogger online who was interviewed by uh, Smithsonian Magazine or Smithsonian Museum, whatever their online publication is, which is kind of like a blog as well. Um, her name is Samira Kawash, and she was a professor who uh, of cultural studies and anthropology. And, and after she had her kid, she kind of uh, took a step back from teaching full time and she started studying candy. She opened a candy blog. So um, according to her... 
And this, I guess, makes sense, but some of the very first candies were actually medicinal. Mm, mm, that and makes sense. 18th century apothecaries would prescribe you uh, sugar candy for chest ailments or even digestive problems. Hmm. So this makes me think of one of the most famous lines from Mary Poppins in the song, A Spoonful of Sugar Helps Helps the Medicine medicine Go Down. down. Um, And in further study, we we learned that um, some of the first candy machines were created in order to make uh, throat lozenges. Mm -hmm. So like candy throat lozenges. Um, and I believe that it, it was a pharmacist who uh, in, uh, invented the very first candy-making machine. So this was in 1947. Was it Mr. Luden? <laughs> 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 cough drops? Oh. <laughs> Do you ever taste those old-school cough drops? No, they just no. taste like, They're like candy. Menthol. It's like cherry. I mean, there's like uh, a little tiny bit of mint, like yeah. mint or menthol in it. I like uh, my favorite candy drop, or candy drop, the <laughs> throat lozenge is a Ricola. Yeah. It's like so good. They just like it's hit you in the mouth. Herbaceous. Yes. Yeah. Very delicious. Um, and in the United States, at least, it wasn't until the 19th century um, that like apothecary and confectionery were separate practices. Hmm. So uh, the commercial and homemade candy that we recognize today took off after the Civil War when the price of sugar began to fall. So paired with advances in Um, the industrial machinery of the 19th century and even early 20th century, candy really was able to go into mainstream production. There was the downfall. Yes, of society. (laughs) We we should superimpose this with a graph of uh, type 2 diabetes. Right? Thanks (laughs) a lot. It's like uh, obesity. The drop in price of sugar and the increase of type 2 diabetes in the United States. Um, But... Nowadays, there's this feeling that chocolate, which was much less ubiquitous in the early 20th century, is like somehow better for you or more refined. Antioxidants. Right? Oh, oh, there you go. See, first thing that comes to mind is like, it's good for me. There's antioxidants in it. Only well, yeah. eating the Maybe dark a stuff. square of dark. <laughs> One square of dark, yeah. Sure. With like Joseph- a oh, sorry, go ahead. glass of like red wine, you know. Hey, antioxidants. <laughs> there you go. Right? The, there's a, actually, though, if you're looking for low-carb options, Trader Joe's has a dark chocolate bar. It's not super dark. Uh, I forget what the brand is. It's not their brand. And it has, like, two grams of sugar in the whole thing. They do oh, put they have, like, a synthetic kind of, sugar in it. Yeah. I forget which one it is. I don't it, remember. It's not, like, aspartame or aspartame or I can't tell it's sugar-free. Huh. And I feel like I have one of those palettes that can detect everything that's sugar-free. I cannot tell. They're so good. Um, They're delicious. It's not the chocolate lover's dark chocolate bar, right? That's the Trader Joe's one that like has a, like green and brown on it. it no, not that like one. There's like a bird well, on the front. It's maybe. Like very tropical. No. It, what, it's not. 85%. I don't think it's Trader Joe's brand. It's it's something like, I forget. It's some kind of like, sw- I remember like being an alcohol compound or something. Like okay. That. Maybe. Uh, like sugar alcohol. The, sugar yeah. Alcohol. Interesting. Yeah. Well, my favorite dark chocolate candy bar is a Trader Joe's brand. It's called the eighty. It's called the Chocolate Lovers Dark Chocolate Bar, and it's eighty-five percent cacao. There's six grams of sugar in it, um, but it has to. It's so good. Yeah, it's just like one little square is all you need. Um, How about chocolate nibs? No. Ever eat those? Like cacao nibs? Yeah, like cacao, cacao nibs. nibs. Yes, yeah. yes. Super bitter. Yeah. Zero sugar in them at all. Right, I think. right. We put those on some of our uh, like bowls of ice cream at home. Like yeah. if we have like a vanilla ice cream, we put cacao nibs, and then I'll even toss like a little uh, gluten free granola on top, coconut granola. Yep. It's so delicious. Yep. Um, yeah, cacao nibs. Nice. Simply light. Simply light. L I T E. Sounds very light. That's it. Let me it, see what it looks like. Let me see. Um, it looks like this. Ah, okay. Nope. So it's a uh, brown package. Two grams of, of carbs. Chocolate. No sugar added. With uh, a little green bar across mm-hmm. it. And, and Trader Joe's has it. Huh. Simply like, And it's milk chocolate, too. They have both. Okay. Yeah. Dark and milk. Yeah. Good well, stuff. according to the National Confectioners Association uh, of Kids Candy Preferences, they did a survey, and the most favorite trick-or-treat candy is chocolate. Huh. I prefer chocolate over hard candy. Um, although, you know, they're probably just as, not bad for you, but if they have the same amount of sugar, it's sugar, like, what's sugar, the difference? Sugar, sugar, but, sugar. Yeah. My mom used to separate the chocolate that she liked <laughs> out of our loot and put it in her own bag. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thanks, okay. Mom. So, <laughs> did you mention what the worst candy or least like candy is? No, by no. I would just have to guess, like, black tarts. I was gonna, I was gonna vote like candy corn or something oh. like that. No, candy Banana corn taffy. is one of the most popular Halloween candies. Which one? I, I found. Yes. Which one? Candy, candy corn. Candy corn. It is. Oh, I love 
love candy yeah, corn. Yeah, I love really? candy corn, too. And they have yeah. maple candy corn now. I bought just oh. a little <laughs> tiny packet at CVS because I didn't yeah. know if I was going to like it. Yeah. So good. You know what they should have? Kettle candy corn. Oh. That would be really interesting. That would be good. Because they have kettle corn. Kettle or they should corn. have candy corn kettle corn. Oh. Like the outside's candy corn. <laughs> Oh I know it's God. pure sugar. It's terrible okay. for you. Yeah. It's got corn syrup. I don't care. We They're burn really, out really see good. this on the market next year. <laughs> <laughs> we're kicking ourselves. We're clean. We're, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, Somebody's listening to this. <laughs> um, so let's see. I want to tell a candy story, and this is something that happened uh, on Halloween. My wife and I were we took Ari out of the house, and we went on like a little walk over to this haunted house. And so we're on our way back, and our neighbors who live across the street from us have two young children. They have like a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And uh, we got to watch them walk up to a door and Mm -hmm. and trick-or-treat while we were just chatting with the parents. And so um, Natalie and I see the two kids walk up to the front door, and the kids are carrying really tiny Halloween buckets, like small, probably no larger than um, a grapefruit-sized Halloween bucket. And Natalie and I kind of like nudge each other, and we're like, oh, dude, like Nick and... um, uh, Nick and Crystal are so smart. They're giving their kids like small buckets so that when the kids fill their buckets up for the evening, uh, they can just call it. They'll tell the kids, oh, sorry, we don't have any more room. Let's let's go in. We're done trick or treating. And we're like, oh, Natalie and I are like, yeah, we're going to remember that. We're going to do this like when uh, Ari starts to trick or treat. So the kids uh, take their candy from this house. They walk back over to the sidewalk and they meet Nick and Crystal, who are their parents. And Nick and Crystal have a wagon that they're pulling. And as soon as the kids walk up to the wagon, Crystal goes, okay, guys, empty your bucket into the wagon so that it looks like you guys have zero candy and the next house gives you guys more candy. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And we just start cracking up. Are your neighbors like con people? (laughs) I was just like, dude, Crystal, I can't believe you guys are doing this. She's like, yeah, man. She's like, we're trying to get as much candy as possible. (laughs) Because the uh, adults need candy, too. That's right. She goes, well, you know, we also are going to donate some, too. So mm. she had that comment. But I was like, wow, you guys are <laughs> smart, man. <Yep. laughs> um, but, yeah, it was definitely not what we expected. And so, yeah, I was had a little chuckle there. Um, yeah, do you guys have any, like, any surprising stories like that coming out of any Halloween's past or I used to just always carry a pillowcase at one point. I think, like, middle school, you oh, just yeah, realized a pillowcase that pillowcase was the best thing to collect candy oh, with. Oh, yeah. So. I had the traditional little plastic bucket. Yeah. I didn't like... Okay. I <laughs> I don't like attention on me so much, so it was never my thing, Halloween. And I didn't like going to the doors because I was shy and I was uh-huh. afraid. Even though I grew up in a small town, I knew everybody. I mean, my parents took me where... So since you were in a small town, uh, were there also some people who, like, invited you into their house when you went and trick-or-treated? And, like, you guys would, like, actually sit and have a snack in the house and, like, talk to the people? No. Okay. Although... Did you? Well, no. This is what I learned in some of my research is that, like, very originally, Halloween was just more of a harvest uh, season Mm. celebration. And instead of just collecting candy, a lot of the times in smaller neighborhoods... Uh, families would actually like go and visit each neighbor's house cool. and they would just socialize for a little bit. It was a way for people to get to know one another more. Yeah, oh, I mean, I can't say that never happened maybe with our closest friends, but yeah. it wasn't like a plan. Okay. Uh, that's interesting though. And like instead of just passing out packaged candy, it was like for the night, the family would actually prepare some type of like treat, like Rice Krispie treats or some cookies. Yeah, I can't do that that. anymore. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. In fact, my dad got me once I walked from school to his business and in the middle of those two is the gas station. And the guy that owned the gas station knew my dad. Okay. But I didn't really know him. So I was walking by and he, I'll never forget this. I was probably 12. He offered me a cinnamon bear. There were these gummy cinnamon bears. Sure. Yeah. I don't know if they were always individually packaged. Oh, I know what you're talking and about. And I took it over to the to my dad's business and I walked into his office and he said, what is that? And I said, oh, the guy at the gas station gave it to me. That's candy. Yeah. I had to sit in the chair, and I was lectured at for probably a good 20 taking minutes. Taking candy from a stranger. About taking candy from a stranger. Wow. Even though he knew him, yeah. he knew I didn't know him. And I'll never, that's like one of my most vivid memories of candy. Oh. Like, he made me throw in the trash. Yeah. As I said, it's packaged. And he said, you never know. Someone could put a yeah. syringe of poison uh, in there. It's kind of like oh. a little un- This is undue. a small town. Yeah, this is like undue paranoia. <laughs> but, 
Um, yep. So cinnamon bears. Anyways, I think Southern California and uh, California in general has a strong candy history. I know that Seas Candy was founded here in California. There's a office in Carson, and I believe the first Seas Candy was in Bakersfield. Um, and also there was an early location in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and because of their location in San Francisco, Seas Candy was uh, positioned to expand to some of the Asian countries like Hong Kong and Singapore. So, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I had no idea. So the proximity of uh, that location to the San Francisco airport allowed for like fast expansion. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well, it's good candy. I still Delicious go in when candy. I'm at the mall, yeah. and I stand in line, and I get my piece of candy, and they give you a free one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sometimes my wife and I'll go just for the free ones. Yep. No shame. <gasps> you leave? We just want to sample some. Oh, uh, not interested. I feel really bad, so I'll buy something. Thank but. you. I <laughs> went <laughs> uh, to all that trouble. I mean, they uh, get you the sample. What if we're like, ah, we just aren't feeling it today. We tried it. wasn't that good. Thank you. They always come times they don't give you the best one. They'll give you like the one that's stuffed with almonds or something. I'm like, They're trying oh, to get rid of it. Can you get a cream back there? <laughs> I'll take your almond one. <laughs> Joyce, what do we have an abundance of? <laughs> it's, it's the almond one. Let's start giving that one away. Also, see yes. if we can sell a few more units. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like how they've kept everything very traditional there, and they, they wear the yeah. full dress and the get up and the apron, sure. black and white checkered floor. Like, it's yeah. really, it's cool. I'm yeah. a Ghirardelli chocolate fan. I yeah, mean, talking about San too. Francisco, and yep. that's a ca- yep. that's a California thing as well. Exactly, mm-hmm. it that is. was so. another one that we're going to throw in there too. Sorry, that's I okay. preempted you. Have you guys ever heard of Fannie Mae? <laughs> yeah. Fannie Mae? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, my mom grew up in the Chicago area, and that was their C's. Okay. And no offense to C's. I love C's, but this candy is... Okay. Oh, right. I'm so sorry. Yes. So my mom used to take her little dime or nickel or quarter or whatever it was on her way home from school, and she'd walk into Fannie Mae and get her favorite chocolate. That stuff is... You can have it shipped. They have a website. Yeah, it's really, really good. You confuse me with like the uh, national mortgage. Uh, I know. Don't get that now. confused. Yeah, yeah Fannie like, Mae. The Freddie mortgage is, I think, M A E. Maybe. I know there's a different spelling. I think it is M A E for the mortgage. Yeah, because like Fannie Mae candy is M A Y. Okay. Fannie I E. Fannie Mae. Very confusing. Candy and mortgages. I'm gonna order some, so I'll bring it in. Sometimes I guess a mortgage rep might send you candy. That'd be kind of... Uh, that would be nice. That'd be cute if somebody sent Fannie Mae candy. That would be... Oh, a mortgage so broker. As you're repossessing your home. Every, yeah. <laughs> every year... My, well, when my mom became an adult, my, my grandfather would send her two pounds of candy every year for Christmas. <laughs> and then he passed away. So I do it every year now. Oh, that's yeah, very nice Yeah, I send nice her the two you. pounds of candy. Oh, it's her favorite. She covets it. Yeah. So I pulled some statistics. Um, I don't, oh, actually, I don't think I have these ones on me. <gasps> <gasps> Make them up. No one will know the difference. <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, some of our, our the candy market in the United States. Ah, I remember that. <laughs> so I did some research on Statista.com, and the United States candy market in 2015 was at $35 billion. In comparison to the United States jewelry market in 2015... Uh, the jewelry market was only $16 billion. What? So Americans spend twice as much money as they do. Uh, they spend twice as much money on candy as they do on jewelry. Wow. Kind of a quick tidbit. I know. Pretty crazy, right? I guess candy's not for forever, so you have to spend more on it. Well, it, it hangs around your waist. <laughs> yeah, it's not forever. That was a good one. Uh, but uh, that'll take me to some random candy facts that I wanted to share with you guys. So speaking of C's candy... Did you know that singer Cher was working at Seas in 1962 when she met Sonny Bono? What? She quit her job at Seas to become his housekeeper. I didn't even know that, and I love her. That She's is She's like the one story. of my very favorites. Yes. All right, well, that's good to know. Um, next You're going to have to fact check that one. Yeah, please do. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I had a couple sources, so that one should be pretty good. Okay. Hopefully they all just didn't reference one another. <laughs> <laughs> that can happen on the internet. <laughs> on to the next. <laughs> and this is straight off of the Belly of the Beast, the Jelly Belly website. And they say that it takes 7 to 14 days to make a single Jelly Belly jelly bean. What? Can you believe that? One week to two weeks to make a Jelly Belly jelly bean. I'm not sure. Probably something in the process of creating the jelly bean material and then letting it form or cool. Have you ever played that game 
Was it bamboozled or something? Uh, no, oh. this is a jelly bean game. So it's a jelly belly. About. I think it's jelly belly. But so basically, it's a. Your odds are either that you're going to get a good tasting one uh-huh. or oh. a bad tasting one. So you, I don't know. I can't remember if you roll dice or spin a thing. Yeah. But if you whatever you end up and you can't tell, so there's a green one, let's say, right? And it could be watermelon or it could be lawnmower clipping. <laughs> they have like puke yeah. and is, all wait, these, these terrible are real jelly beans. Yeah, it's a yeah, fun yeah. game. I think it's called I know Bean Boozled, maybe Bean okay. Boozled because it's jelly bean. Oh my god! I played it, it with my niece and nephew. Oh, I got all the gross yeah. ones. We'll have to get it. And well, then one could, could either be like root beer or dog poo. Like there's yeah. all, all I different... can think of is is uh, Harry Potter. Because oh, um, yeah, Jelly Belly's made oh, a series yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, earwax. Yeah. Right. You know, like what? It's Dumbledore takes us, hmm, earwax or something yeah. <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, there's like magic jelly beans in the Harry Potter stories. Yeah. It's like so. stinky feet. Although they actually have all the weird flavored ones. That they mention it in the books and yeah. they mention it in the movies. But like earwax was one of them. And then, of course, that. Jelly Belly picked up on it and started producing yeah. Harry Potter. I'm not sure if they Smart. really. I don't know what the flavor of earwax is. Yeah, it is Jelly Belly. Bean boozled. Bean boozled. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I have some Google Trends to share with you guys, too. So this is fact number three. According to Google Trends, over the last 12 months, the state with the most interest in candy corn was West Virginia. I have no comment yeah, on that. No I'm, not sure what, uh, I'm not sure I why. Reference I'm not getting a connection. Is that like a, do you know, is that a corn state? Where are the uh, corn huskers are from Iowa, right? Mm-mm, not a corn state. Anyways. West Virginia? Oh, maybe the Cornhuskers. Yeah. Uh, they seem another... to have as many teeth as we do <laughs> they, in California. They do. I mean, I don't see... Like... I wish we could accept phone calls. Like, um, call in and tell us <laughs> why you think. The state with the most search interest in chocolate was Vermont. Again, no context, but just good to know. So, if <laughs> well, you're you in Vermont... sound smart at yeah. a party when someone's like, hey, what's the state with the most interest in chocolate? In chocolate. Oh, oh, I know. Vermont. <laughs> Vermont. <laughs> Um, switching gears, so away from some Google Trends. Um, this is kind of more of a showbiz trend, but okay. did you know that hard candy is technically a glass? So much so that it's sometimes used to make bottles and windows that are broken over in somebody's movies. head in yeah, a in fight movies. in a movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, okay, that it's makes called sense. candy glass. Candy glass. Candy glass. So that's a little showbiz. And uh, for our fifth and final random candy oh fact. Oh my goodness, I'm And you still like can overloaded. get cut by candy glass. You can? Yeah. I oh. mean, the thing is, it, it will break. It shatters easily. Yeah. But if you're not careful, I mean, this is random fact. You hit it at the right angle. You hit it at the right angle, they come off as yeah. sharp shards. Yeah. And there's... There's this kind of funny story is that there was a Hong Kong um, director who came to the United States. And it's just like, you guys have so many rules. Like in China, I could put some guy like a stuntman through a glass window head first. And, you know, they're like, brush it off. But in the United yeah. States, it's just, it's a union, you know, like, the, you know, all these safety rules. OSHA will get involved. And, yeah. you know, so, you know, they have, you know, but you can get, I mean, you can get hurt. You know, so from, you can Absolutely. get cut candy glass. <laughs> Random trivia. Now you know. Yes. It was um, John Woo, I believe. Oh, oh. <laughs> maybe so. So I guess I did pull my fact earlier, but number five was going to be that the U.S. confectionery sales in 2015 were 35 billion, and compared to the jewelry market, which was only 16 billion. I heard that in a podcast once. Oh, it was this one earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so just uh, a little bit of repeat information for you there, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, this uh, was a fun fun week. I, I think uh, just kind of a diversion from our normal restaurants and, and food talk. But I'll let you guys kind of chime in, though. Is there anything you do want to share with uh, with us from the food or uh, restaurant world? I do week? have. Oh, from a food or restaurant world. Yeah, or even mm. uh, comments I uh, heading the right candy into our theme. Yelp review. Oh, What's that your is my candy? Yelp review. Never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> oh. Never mind, never mind. Um, food, 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 food. Have you ever been to Tacos Al Zamorano? No. Okay. So it's in Santa Ana off Warner. Okay. And this is a very, well, I don't, I guess I don't know what's authentic. I've been to Mexico many times, but I don't know. Yes. But this seems authentic. You go in and they have the big vats of horchata and all the other fresh, you know, like the agua frescas. yeah. Yeah. Love them. And they have, you know, all the tacos, all the burrito, all that stuff. But they have potato tacos. Oh, yeah. Potato tacos. Yeah. You got a potato yeah. taco? Have, okay. Yeah. You can get them many places. But it's not like potatoes like you think. It's mashed. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know what they put in there. But they put in spices. Garlic. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they load it in this taco shell with uh-huh. cabbage and pico and the cotija cheese. And then they it, the shell is fried. Deep fried, yeah. <laughs> it's now, terrible. Our colleague Michelle will disagree with me. She did not like the potato taco at Tacos El Zamorano. Because she got a little gypped on the potato. Okay. So if there was a mean review about that, hers was smaller. I don't know if they put it all in mine because yeah. I got two. It's so cheap. My meal was three dollars. Oh they were a dollar fifty each. Yeah. I had to Cheaper. buy something else so that I could use my use card. card. Yeah. Yeah. But they do it's I highly recommend it's very good. Go for the potato all tacos. Right. I think Michelle's was a fluke. My husband loves the Al Pastor. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good there as well. Oh, but it's okay. very they're very nice. They opened one in Costa Mesa off Harbor too. Ooh, just dude. that's the one that uh, Michelle. What's it called again? To. Okay. Tacos al Zamorano. Okay. I'll have to check them out. Very, very good. Well noted. Oh, sounds delicious. Quesadilla, very good. Okay. I could go on all day, I'll stop. <clears throat> that was my food experience. Nice. For Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Zen. You want Chinese or you want Lebanese? Chinese. Um, <laughs> oh, actually I was talking to you about this. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The smorgasbord. It's, it's been a while. Uh, it's a hot pot place. The hot, oh, the hot pot and, place. And it's Got been it. around, for, you know, for like I, I want to say it's at least around six months. And it's it's um, it's in Irvine. It's called Hot Pot Chen, uh, Chengdu Lozao Hot mm-hmm. Pot, I believe. That just rolls right off the. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's <laughs> coming from an Asian guy, <laughs> I, I just say it, I pronounce it terribly. And it's in Irvine, off the corner of like Bronca and Yale, and it's a Szechuan. Um, restaurant and it's a hot pot style and it, and um, if you know about anything about Szechuan food is it tends to be very hot but you know being in the United States whenever you get it they, they tend to tone it down not this place <laughs> well, this is the place where the mild is nuclear oh yeah it oh was gosh. crazy so like my it's kind of funny over the years I like hot food but over the years the stomach kind of is like eh, it's revolting it. yeah, yeah. starting to revolt so I start getting milder and milder but what I consider like American hot food, it, to me, that's like a medium at best, you know, as an Asian or maybe even mild as an Asian guy. Um, but in uh, in this place, and my wife really likes hot food as well. Yeah. So we go to this place and she goes medium, you know, and the wait the waitress comes up just like, have you ever eaten here? And she goes, <laughs> no. And she goes, our, our, our mild is our mild is hot, is really hot. And then like. Then why do you call it mild? Yeah, yeah well, and I like, well, because apparently the hot must be like thermonuclear. Oh like, just go to a hospital after you're done eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to need surgical like intervention. Surface of the sun yeah. kind of temperatures. <laughs> so she gets the mild stuff. And, um, and there's different, like, so my daughter's with us. So it's like, okay, I'm going to get, when I heard that, and I'm like, I'm not going to even try this. So it's like, I'm, give us the mildest stuff. So they had like, a broth and it was just it didn't even no have spice. any spices yeah. in it. and so I, my daughter and I could eat it my wife gets it she starts cooking her food and it's just like what she goes that's hot <laughs> and I'm like how hot is it they weren't kidding try it you can like taste it before you even put it in your mouth <laughs> yeah I mean, your eyes are stinging oh yeah. I mean it was it was crazy and so I took a little piece of vegetable. Okay, now the thing about like meats is it soaks in all the peppers and sauces. This is a vegetable, okay? And yeah. and and I ate it, and it was thermonuclear. Oh, gosh! And after we, my wife, you know, she stopped cooking on that half. Like she cooks some in there. She's like, "Can you help me?" It's like, "No, no. <laughs> whatever you put in there is ridiculous." <laughs> after eating it, I took this. Um, so after my daughter was done eating. I was like, okay, we had to clear up some of this. So I took some of the hot stuff and completely dunked it in the non-spicy part of the liquid uh-huh. to rinse it off. <laughs> and then I ate it, and it was still nuclear. Oh, it was the hot. So um, That's not for me. So the thing is, like, I will – this is like a dual uh, – you know, like you talk about a rating for it. It is very – it seems to be very authentic. Yes. It seems to be very, very good and authentic. But um, – one of my friends said this about who's German who went to an um, Oktoberfest. I don't like to go to that oh, Oktoberfest. is too German for me. And that's the same thing with this is it's it's a little bit too authentic and too regional. Yeah. And um, 
being uh, being raised in North America, uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's too much. It, it's too Chinese for me. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's true. it's excellent yeah. if if you're native, you got to go eat it. But even if you got like an inkling of um, Caucasian in you, you, yeah. you won't be able to take. Oh, it. I would <laughs> never tolerate. Even at boiling point. Ugh. Oh yeah, I have to get no spice because yeah, even the mild, funny. I can't get through it. Yeah, so and I, I want to enjoy like my food. food yeah. You got to do it. I mean, you okay. got to do it. But I, it just it's too much for me. <laughs> But the food was good. Yeah. Quality was good. They had a really cool, um, like almost like salad bar thing where okay. you can get little tiny, huh. with lack of better like wording. A salsa bar like, oh yeah, yeah, but they had like kind of tapas, like little cool. t- Chinese. Like they had a few chips here. They had a few things here. They had lots of little, and so you can go there and get these little tiny foods, and it was included in your as part of your meal. Yeah, it's just that the main meal was so hot. Too. Yeah, so. Uh, that's awesome. So more I wanted to share with you guys is this uh, pizza spot in Joshua Tree that uh, my wife and I visited on our trip. I don't think oh, I've yeah. talked uh, since well, we took a little trip out to Joshua Tree in Palm Springs. Yep. And uh, this place is called Pie for the People. It's right <laughs> off of Park and the 60. Uh, so as soon as you are about to turn into the National Park, you can check this spot out. And we had uh, found out about this place because one of the yoga festivals we go out in Joshua Tree called Bhakti Fest has a mobile Pie for the People visit it each year. So they kind of have like a food trailer. Um, And they have all these different uh, just like pizza styles. Um, The one that we tried this uh, this trip was actually a broccoli and cheddar pizza. So broccoli, cheddar cheese, and bacon on just like a flat uh, flat crust. It was so good. Um, They even do um, some like strawberry pizzas, believe it or not. Uh, Like as a dessert pizza. Yeah, as like a dessert pizza. Um, Yeah, just some really cool flavors and uh, just like a a great, uh, great like small business. Uh, If you're ever in Joshua Tree, go to Pie for the People. Mm. Uh, Mm. It's like buy the slice. It's kind of expensive. I think each slice was like $4.50, but they're huge slices. So yeah, definitely check it out. But on to our reviews. I wanted to focus back on our candy idea for the week. And I have a... Yelp review coming from C's Candy. Oh, um, this C's. Is, this is the C's by my house off Bellflower. Negative? No, I think I it's couldn't. against the law to yeah. be negative about C's. I didn't have the heart to <laughs> share a negative C's Candy review, um, but this one was just like really fun, and I wanted to bring it up because it touches on a lot of uh, what we've already discussed. So, C's Scotchmallow is the Superman's kryptonite, <laughs> although not glowing green, it is the epitome of fine marshmallowiness marshmallowiness <laughs> this confection layered with caramel honey marshmallow is enrobed in dark chocolate and is my weakness for a chocolate treat it's pretty low on the calories per ounce or serving size two pieces are 150 calories 60 calories of fat the package has about six servings this is on a bad day because i sometimes don't stop at two uh-oh. <laughs> um, on a good day, I retreat to see sugar-free dark chocolate bar, which I hadn't really known they even oh, have. So I might this person have, is conscientious to, about their health. Might have to pick one up. So yes. it's the same incredible inviting taste without sugar. So it's excellent for baking substitutes since it has a rich taste and chocolatiness. Um, and you don't have a feeling of being deprived once you taste or, in my calorie-counting way, cheat. The bar is $2 for 1.5 ounces. A box of 24 is a constant in my freezer drawer. And finally, about the location. This particular location on Bellflower in Long Beach is my go-to spot. The ladies attending the shop are always so pleasant, patient, sweet even, and they remember you. That sometimes troubles me as I enter in need of a fix, with sugar or without sugar. It's become my semi-monthly stop. They always assure I leave happy and powered up. There's no substitution for C's candies. This guy must be a marketer. He's a good writer. Very good writer. He could be an underground or undercover C's C's marketing person. Oh, maybe he is. Yeah, very strong C's review. Uh, Yeah, they talked about everything from the feeling that you get in there, the flavor, and just the quality of of what they make. Wow. Yeah, California stable. Okay. I have a review. Go for it. Well, there's a place at the shops at Mission Viejo. All right. That is right next to C's. Which I don't know why this real estate was yeah. rented out by this place. <laughs> it seems it's candy on top of candy. Yeah, actually, but it's, it's a good thing. Believe it or not. Well, they found, from a marketing perspective, it's like if you bring multiple family members to one spot, and it's yeah. like 
they actually draw on people's like, oh, if I don't like candy at one, I can go to the I other guess. one. Yes, but I so, was such a C's that's why all fan the that I. Anyways, yeah. all right, all right. Sorry. So ahead. this place is called okay, Lolly and Pops. Have okay. you ever heard of it? Cute yeah, name. It sounds cute. They have them throughout the country. Sure. The inside looks like 17th century France. Or something like it looks like yeah. dangerous liaisons in there. Like it's very hoity toity candy yeah. shop. Like they've gone out of their way. Wow. Gold, gold things. Gold things. Um, Tassels. Right. They do um, every, everything. They have bulk candy, lots of different kinds of gummies. Yeah. They do the chocolates. They do the truffles. They do the macar- macarons or macarons. Oh, Is it macarons or macarons? Yeah, macarons. Do you know the place? I've been there. Yeah. They have all these different kinds of rice crispy cakes. Huh. And they're very, very shishi la la. Like they look yes. like everything has yes. been hand done. Wow. But I'm telling you, they're more expensive than the Disneyland candy uh, shop. Like yeah. it's yeah. expensive. Very nice. Yeah. They have the thing that I like there. My sister in law bought cool. it once. Well, there's two things, but they're both caramels. One is the birthday cake caramel. So they've taken oh that soft gosh. caramel and they wrap it in that little outer white coating that yeah. somehow tastes like birthday cake. And then just the regular sea salt caramels. They are, they melt in your mouth. But you get a thing of five for like eight bucks. Yeah. So it's like, um, like almost two dollars a piece. But it's, those are worth it for me yeah. because it's so now when you have a place like this that's slightly high end and they charge too much for their candy. Yes. You're going to have some negativity. Surrounding like you need it. to live up to your price. Yeah. No free samples there probably. I did not get a free sample yeah. there. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Chelsea, who resides in Irvine, gave it one star. As I'm writing this review, I'm reminiscing about my $16 that was flushed down the toilet. <laughs> Ironically, the macarons at this place and the toilet have a lot in common. Oh. I ordered six macarons and managed to finish half of one, and even that was a struggle. Not only were these so-called macaro- macarons, I always want to call them macarons, appetizing, but they were also stale. Honestly, I wasn't expecting... Lotteray quality. Does anyone know Lotteray? Apparently, they're like a French company. They have some spots in the U.S. Yeah. And they specialize in macarons. Okay. But they're straight from France. Sounds like a makeup label. But I also wasn't expecting Nabisco quality. FYI, Nabisco tastes better. (laughs) (laughs) Selling these revolting pastries to customers is an insult, especially to those who pay good money for them. Well, I would imagine all their customers pay good money for them. Sure. Not only were they stale, but they were dry and crunchy in the most unpleasant way, which is also a more descriptive way of saying they were stale. (laughs) 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 Don't come here unless you want to see your money floating away in the sewer. Wow. Wow. So apparently the macarons are not good, but I can tell you that the caramels are. Yeah. She probably could have returned them. Anyways. Yeah, she probably could. (laughs) But she decided to take her talents Elsewhere. To Yelp. <laughs> so I'm going to go with a famous candy institution called It's Sugar. Have you been to these? No. no. Oh, uh, that's like the pop candy stores, right? Oh. Yeah, they have like old candy, new candy. Like, but I think there's one at the Irvine Spectrum. There's, yeah, I think um, this is where Lonnie bought her stuffed french fries, too. They have like toys and stuff in there, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's these are kind of wax lips, yeah, and it's it's just kind of a fun. They're very pop culturey looking, yes, and it's just fun exactly. to go in and it's neat. Abba to Zappa take a look bars. At. So I'm gonna go with um, Jessica S. Um, <laughs> Jessica S. Out of Burbank, and she gave one star to its sugar. Oh. I agree with Nancy S. Great candy selection, but the worst customer service. Sounds like I may have been an unlucky enough to have dealt with the same employee. Don't know for sure, as I didn't get the guy's name, but he was a real jerk. Before ringing me up for $50 worth of candy, I selected, this employee felt compelled to lecture me and my husband for one piece of candy I ate, standing in line. Well, excuse me. <laughs> I was under the impression the fourteen per $14 per pound price tag compensated for the one piece of candy I ate in addition to oh, the many wow. pieces I saw littering the floor and counters around the bulk bins. I definitely won't be back. <laughs> wow. So, well, yeah, Doug, you're not, she has a point. She does, but 
It's it's also, a kind of a six of one half dozen. I, other. See, I I'm not. I don't do anything bad. Like I'm always the one that's afraid. Like my yeah. mom when she picks out grapes, she always tries one, and I'm grapes. like, oh, mom, they do this by the pound. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they don't care if I take one. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it, it's kind of like you know, going to the Seas Candy and sampling, issue? knowing that you're not going to buy it. Yeah. Well, it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> has anybody ever done that before in this group? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I guess I'm with Amy. It's, it's like soft like, serve, like going to Yogurt Land and sampling all the yogurts. Yeah, but they let like, me and they put the yeah. little thingy dingy well, out. At, That's what but, they at, but at Yogurt Land, it's something permissible and they they encourage it yeah. To, yeah. As, to try the yogurt. But at, at, it's at sugar, sugar, they probably don't have little tr- uh, cups for you to do samples of. Yeah, absolutely I, not. But I think it even says do not sample. Candies before you pay for them. Yeah, and then I think the she was hand. embarrassed and she decided to yeah take her talents to so right six and one half to oh hey wrap it up guys <laughs> next crew's here <laughs> all right okay and I guess that's our <laughs> that's next our, our cues <laughs> uh, we're still recording here but uh, <laughs> no problem one of our sister podcasts <laughs> just barged in on our show <laughs> next we'll barge in on their show yes next just, week keep the just keep recording just keep recording. <laughs> ignore them so ignore them <laughs> oh i doubt that <laughs> thank you guys very much for a very sweet show this was the oc eatly podcast it was. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about to become the meet us in paris podcast so until next week this is brett amy zen or not lolita in other words They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention, and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu.